take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. From the Pit is brought to you by three metal... Well, today, two metalheads discussing metal and shit. Let's buckle up, ladies. Well, it's been uh, another week. It has. Dark Souls filled. Very much. It's becoming our weekend tradition. Yeah, and cramming it in every hour during the week that I can. Yeah, being that I work in the stupid hours of the morning, I get to come home first and get a little grind on. (laughs) Well, since I like to do things last minute and I was planning this show, I didn't have any souls time after work today. Mm. But, yeah. So, we really like that here. Uh, It's... It aggravated me today. When you got <laughs> dived, dive bombed by the cats. Yes. One hit away from killing a boss, and the cats decided to give me lovin' <laughs> at that moment. It's like they know. They do. All right. So, uh, I believe you were listening to a uh, pretty cool band earlier. Oh, yeah, Primitive Weapons. So, they have dropped... An album. Mm. Well, bloop, bloop, called The Future of Death. And from what I, yeah, from what we can tell so far, that shit is awesome. Yeah, I was, I was very much appreciating the harsh sound of it. Yes. Very raw. <clears throat> it was. Um, and the little write-up that I believe I saw on Metal Injection. Uh, they were dropping phraseology like reminiscent of Converge and Dillinger and Every Time I Die. So I was like, I'm going to give this a fucking try. So that's like... You, All of the things you that you like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and they're, they're real good. Uh, fan of the scream and the guitar work. Mm-hmm. The, the tone recording. is... Yeah. I've seen them pop up before. Um Never really got to listen to them till today, and fuck yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, like, well, they consider themselves post-hardcore. I'd consider it <coughs> chaotic hardcore because yeah, know, everybody's got a thing. But I mean, I guess that very line, powerful sounding. Yeah, but I mean, like some some would argue that those are the same genre, so. As long as you're not somebody that thinks post-hardcore is like Hawthorne Heights or... Ooh. No. Then, yeah, you can consider this a post-hardcore band. And they rip. So, speaking in the heaviness realm, is confirmed that Meshuggah is uh, working on a new album. Uh, I showed you a clip earlier I think also got from Metal Injection well it's tiny on their Facebook and letting us get a listen of some of the tone Mm -hmm. and they're back to like regular amps instead of uh, modeling 
And by modeling, you mean like straight through a computer with uh, yeah. programs handling the back end? Yes. Um, hmm. So it's real sound. It is. Shut up, phone. And it is low and it is heavy. Low and slow? Mm hmm. In fact, you want to know how heavy it is? Do you? You yeah, pro- I you, do. You probably couldn't pick it up. That's how heavy it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> you gotta get a gym membership. <laughs> that's that's the level. That's the level of humor we're at right now. Um, well, always, well, I guess always. That is, that is humor that requires a sophisticated taste, sophisticated wit, <laughs> yes. a a, uh, a tempered mind. Yes, this is class. Um, I'm pumped for that. Meshuggah's a band, though, that, like, I first heard them when I was, like, 12 or 13. I didn't get it. At all. Like, at that, uh, <laughs> at that age, my mind could not, uh... Matt, can you put this on the table? But my mind could not comprehend what was happening. I, at that point in time, I wasn't... I looked for that when I was little. I wasn't, I wasn't playing yet. It was like, yeah, I wasn't necessarily playing to the level that I was looking for, but it's like, once you figure something out, oh. I wasn't playing at all. Okay. So I hear this and like, my mind is registering that like, there's something like off and I'm just like, I, uh, nope, I don't understand this. (laughs) Went back many years later when I was like 19 and I was like, holy shit. I first noticed that I was on that trend when I was listening to the number 12 looks like you. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this wall of bullshit coming at me? And I'm like, that's nice. I like this. Cause you know, being at the height of angst, it's like, I want the gnarliest fucking noisiest shit that I could find. And that was it at the time. I mean, as far as being weird at the same time, because I mean, you you know, you had I was listening to like Norma Jean too when they were still a thing that was worth talking about, and um. No, I'm. Yeah, like, I'm pretty excited just because the last album, at least the last album I listened to, the Colossus, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like with each album, they're. Like, they're always technically playing amazing. They're also, like, really hammering, like, even catchiness on these tracks. Kind of like you saw with Mastodon. Yeah. The newest release. It was, was like, they are mastering their sound rather than, like, some bands who throw out, like, a pop-punk hardcore thing and then they're on to this, like... Indie, I'd, explorative, yeah, puddle. I mean, Meshuggah being pretty much like the godfathers of Gent before that was even like a term. <clears throat> I've always found that to be like one of my favorite turnouts. Like we were just talking about Tony Danza, and their first album was rough, mm-hmm. and their second album was less rough, and their fourth album is like one of my favorite albums. Period. So they just kept tighten it up 
Yes. Getting tastier. That, yeah, I think that's uh, that's the sign of like a I guess a truly like great band is that is instead of just consistently putting out say a specific level, is going in tweaking and tweaking and tweaking to get it right. Because mm. mm. like you listen to like I think it's the off that last album, Demiurge Molecule, that just fucking hammers you. I don't know if I'm so much familiar with that album, because I still gotta get up on my Meshuggah. Better get with it. I know, man. I mean, especially since an album's coming out, I should probably put that on my carry device and listen to it. Take a few listens. <laughs> listen to all of it. Get yeah. familiar with... I mean, because I definitely recognize them as a uh, powerhouse of heavy... I'll, I'll still regard Bleed as, like, when I think of heavy. You showed me that... the video, and I'm just, you know, your face gets melted away by the initial um, interval. And then it's like, they just did a really great job at an obscuro horror mm-hmm. sort of, like, metaphysical video about pain, I guess. Yeah, that's song's about <clears throat> having an aneurysm. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. An aneurysm. Mm. Um, but leading segue from you know how I really really love Tony Danza, like <laughs> I, you guys nailed that shit. Then you jumped into Glass Cloud, which I also thought was maybe not what I exactly wanted, but still cool. I believe I've heard them a few times from via you having them on. Uh, Glass Cloud? Yeah, they're, um, not Tony Danza, but no. it's a different thing, and maybe, you know. So now the fucking guys joined Amir. Well, not, they joined the lead singer of Amir, who's they still jo- keeping the name Amir. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's Amir, like, the other dudes, like, kind of distanced themselves from that shit. Um... So we're we're gonna see what happens with this. Um, I'm not not happy because it's like I don't know why we had to stop Tony Danza. I mean, I know they said that they felt they finally put out the album they were happy with. I respect that, but God damn it, give us more, more yes. greedy. I mean, you know, it was fucking tasty. Um, so I was hoping Glass Cloud might turn into Tony Danza, and now I have to hope that Frankie Palmieri. Doesn't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up, Frankie. Don't fuck this up. Hey, Mike. No more. He might fuck it up. He might. And Metal Sucks fucking said it the best. Maybe if he stops referencing, you know, Blowjobs and Street Fighter, <laughs> um, th- this could be a good album. And I can take Amir off my shit list. Ugh. They were one of those bands that, like... I'm not going to lie. I think the the musicians leaving would be good for that band, being as, like, they're screechy fucking sound effects. It just wasn't good. That was around that time period when, like, one of my other friends was, like, real into that scene. Ugh. And I was like, no. Ugh. No. I, I had a moment of weakness. I listened to him for a few months because I was like, this is edgy <laughs> and then I, I i came around and i realized i was dumb and it was my fault i just remember them being 
they were on a tour and he was going to see them and there was like the flyer and it was like the trend killer tour. I was like, this is the most trendiest thing in like. Yeah, I don't, I never, I don't think I would even back then for that brief period of time would have gone to see them, but you know. But maybe, maybe with these musicians, it'll wind up being good. Well, I mean, because hmm. they're. They're good musicians. They are. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe what I'll have to do with this album, if he starts talking about nonsense, is do what I did when I was younger and just listen to the music. <laughs> but um, that's that's that disappointed me a bit for. Well, since lunchtime when I found this article, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long, painful day. Eight hours. Yeah. Realizing that this is a thing. So but you go on your lunch to escape from work and to unwind a little bit. And then you get this information. It's the truth, dude. Like, it's like, how the fuck? You gotta be kidding me. At least I have something to fucking bitch about. Like, god damn it. I mean, you gotta figure, because even if these dudes aren't really my cup of tea when it comes to instrumentation, people liked them. But they all unanimously decided to leave this dude. So, yeah, maybe they're little bitches and something happened and they're actual just, they suck, or maybe he sucks. Usually there's truth in numbers, I don't know. More of them left than stayed. Yeah. <laughs> but, we'll see. It's fucking bullshit, we'll see though. <laughs> Time will tell. Oh, so fucking... We can get back to a 45-minute discussion about Dark Souls. <laughs> right? Like, just buckle up, because that's about to happen. It's not really about to happen. but um, Now we just let them down. They're probably excited about that. They might have been. If they were, they can leave comments on our Facebook page. and You know, what type of build, what weapon are you using? Yeah, seriously. Um, how far are you? How many times did you die? And have you broken that's, anything? That's not a countable number. How many times have you died? Uh, I guess that's a dumb thing to ask, too. Have you broken anything in your house as a result of this game? Or any of the other games in this series? Um, yeah, Ron's not here today. No, he's not. That boy's having some car troubles. That's so. not good. Nah. He'll like, be here next week. We think. Well, we might have to pick him up. <laughs> we, we could probably work that out. Should probably have offered that. <laughs> Hmm. Oh well. It's an interesting thought. Yeah. It's too late now. <laughs> uh so last week Oh wait, actually no, we still have metal news. Well we still have a bunch of things to talk about. I think yes. we could uh you know, give the um due respect to China yes. and uh Prince and um uh Pat Oswald. Yeah. Well, respect to him and to her and to the whole people, everybody. I don't say sad thing. It is. You know, uh, I don't say with China. I used to watch wrestling in like the nineties, and like she was a big thing for at least female wrestlers because like she fought dudes. And I heard some squabbles about how she's not going to be accepted into the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, that's because. She, uh, yeah, she did some pornos. It's fucking wrestling. Who didn't do porn? Especially no. Um, 
the com- way the company is now, like, I get that, but like the way the company is now, they want it to be for all ages. So, when they hear about, say, China's in the Hall of Fame, and they type China on the... Uh, that's what... Okay, I did hear that part of that conversation. They're going to get to a video to. of our getting, you know, blasted in the butt. Like, yeah. I guess that was post her, like, wrestling, wrestling career, career. Not it pre. was. It's yep. still a damn shame. It is, because... I think she held the... Because the Kardashians are still on TV? <sighs> yeah. And that's considered family TV? Oh. Or teenage girl tv i'm pretty sure at one point she held the like intercontinental championship which is like like new normally women don't hold that belt well i i heard that speak too as well and i i obviously you know for the sake of who those who don't know i don't watch never watched wrestling um how could you win a staged event yeah no i know but, oh okay. I'm just curious yeah. if it if it's like that and you just kind of like, yeah, like oh yeah she won that's great. It she's is still got into peak performance shape and performed that's for people the thing. very well. And I mean instead I didn't of watch going instead in. of going for the cutesy route, like she went for like I'm competing with the boys. Stone Cold Steve Austin is entertaining as fuck, and so is The Rock. Yes, and that's what this is. It was an it's an entertainment okay. thing. All right, I can buy it. Seeing a man walk out, give someone the finger, gut kick them, fucking wreck them, <laughs> and drink some beers is the shit. I never Sadly, got it. that ever is gone. Turning but... 29 next month. I'm finally starting to understand. It's just, it's just for the lols. <laughs> yes. Women have soap operas. Men have wrestling. Oh, uh, I <laughs> God damn it. Let's not start talking about that because we'll be a macho man for a long time. <laughs> What's the what was it? What was his assistant's name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, get over here. Elizabeth said, "Go left," and I went right because that was the right choice. <laughs> She's cutting promos on coke. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, the eighties. <laughs> so back to metal. Oh, giving due respect. Uh, we're sorry, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we did a good job with that respect thing. <laughs> um, I was gonna say uh, something. That I think both me and you read today about um, Axl Rose. Oh yeah, going to be uh, at least for ACDC's live performances covering because their current lead singer uh, Brian uh, Johnson is. If he keeps continuing to play live, he will go deaf. That's awful. Even if he wears protection or something? Do you not know what they used to do back in the day? Yeah, okay. So he's like... uh, They used to fire off cannons for for those about to rock. Why didn't he have ear protection in? That existed for a long time. Why didn't I wear ear protection when I used to... Why didn't you? Uh, Well, now I have tinnitus, so... That'll teach you. Yep. (laughs) Ask me if I wear earplugs when I go to concerts and stuff. I don't, I mean, like... Years, you should. You should. I don't... I notice a difference now that I wear, like, ear protection almost all day at work. Yeah. I mean... They're very uh, valuable things, and we decide to um, shred them. I, I try to protect them now. I mean, at 29. Yeah. <laughs> almost 29. What did you want to do when you're 16? Let's just... 
Why doesn't the volume go higher than 10? If I could have put the amp in me. Yeah. I had a full stack, and I felt the need to play with that. <laughs> uh, that's... We, we played in a small room. Yep. The drummer wore air protection. That's because the drummer was smart. Yes, he was. Well, I feel like every drummer wears ear protection because they learn early on, like, ooh, these cymbals hurt. <laughs> but I, I don't know how I'm going to feel with back on top. I don't know how I'm going to feel with Axl Rose doing vocals for ACDC. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I guess. Although I guess they're in the same, like. Sort of, uh, like, a screechy high. Like. So, I saw a video yesterday and it made me chuckle. And to summarize, anybody whose name is a car part that's not in the engine is a puss anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he tends to be a, uh... Fucking diva? The uh, least party? Like... <laughs> Pierre Robert... Once, uh, always referred to him as a flaming turd. Sebastian <laughs> would have been a good fucking... <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Right? Oh, remember fucking youth going wild, bitch. <laughs> Sebastian, what's... Uh, Sebastian Bach. Bach. Sebastian yeah. Bach, yeah. That's Sebastian. Who, Sebastian. <laughs> oh man, I covered the Skid Row song live. <laughs> so can we say like pretty much that Trailer Park Boys is over? I don't know. I mean, Lucy's gone. I can even write her out. Like, whatever. Can't I can live with that. J-Rock does. J-Rock. He's like... The, huh? the fourth... Yeah, the fourth musketeer, almost. Or maybe we just enjoy him. We enjoy him much. way dude, too much. He slays. But I don't know. I think everyone else does, because me and a dude at work, like... As soon as, I, the... as soon as I see him, I go... Yeah! And he's like... I'm saying. Yeah, you saw the shirt I showed you yesterday that was uh, J-Rock 2016. And under it, it said, no, I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh. But it is a... With ACDC, that's a shame. Like, the man doesn't want to stop doing live performances. Oh, no, I wouldn't think so. And sadly, he has to. He said, I'm pretty sure he's still doing albums, though. Like... He can go in the recording studio and do all that. Just can't be there for the show. Hmm. Now, in not metal news, we uh, had ourselves a movie night. We did. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it was a horror movie night in honor of a tradition. And we didn't really prepare. We just kind of did the... Oh, let's find something on Netflix. Yeah, let's kind of, you know, just kind of, you know, see what happens. And we, we, you know, we looked for a little while and Netflix is a love-hate relationship, I think, with most people. Where you don't want to go back to TV and these fucks really don't advertise much. But... God damn it. Where do you find these fucking movies? Like... To be fair, we watched... Okay, the movie we watched 
well, started to watch. It's like the trash bin. <laughs> that you, of... Like, you go to Walmarts, like, where all those movies go to die that never got bought in the $5 bin. And that's Netflix. You just, all of them. So, this movie that we started watching, called The Hollow. Um, yeah, that's right. We do have a point here. Um, <laughs> we watched the trailer, and it's like, oh, okay, this might be good. And we started watching it, and they start, like, right away, giving you way too much. Well... Like, the guy's he's like, oh, your husband was in the woods again. He's trespassing. Well, I'll... Like, this is not even, like, a half hour into the movie, like, and you're telling me that there's shit in the woods. I liked the beginning a lot, because there was this cool build-up where it's like, oh, man, all these people are, like, giving him shit for some shit that, like... They're coming off real ignorant, but there's going to be some, like... It was... I don't know. Like, I know what they were trying to do, but it was too... Heavy-handed? Like, they were just very... They weren't going about it, I feel like, the way that people... You sure about that? Yeah. We live in, like, a very suburbanized area. They were out in, like, the boondoggle, like... This is very true. Ireland? Uh... Ireland or Scotland? Scotland, somewhere that is... Non-American. As haunted as shit. Haunted as shit. But, um... Yeah, I mean, like, fucking... They had shit. A... I think all that stuff was fairly reasonable, especially if they're trying to, like, drive a point across and these people are just being like, oh, you know, we'll get around to it eventually. But you're going to miss like, he's trespassing. And it's like, alright, now you sound like an old coot and he's not gonna believe you. Yeah, but... Well, you're a tree doctor. You're a you're you're a measuring roots and stuff with like what the fuck you doing? That you couldn't just go stop off at this guy's house real quick and make sure he doesn't come like beat your wife or something because they're coming oh yeah off. they kept if going into her house dude if they're coming off crazy then fucking nip that shit in the butt like hey what's wrong <laughs> have some tea seriously especially when dudes like. I guess that was the first kind of plot hole that I noticed where a dude's like, oh, you didn't come see me today, you're a liar, or whatever he says to her. Because it's like, why wouldn't your wife tell you that? <sighs> Some dude was here threatening. I don't... I don't know. Okay, you are right. It did start off cool, but then they just started throwing, hey, let's throw this in there. Let's throw this in there. There were a lot of, like, different potential pathways they started carving out as far as plot development. Like, I can't so much remember. When we first watched it, I'm like, oh, we could go this way or that way. And it could be all these different sweet things. And then... They They didn't make up their mind. And then they... Yeah, they didn't make up their mind. And then you're like, okay, I could see them literally, like, stuttering in the movie right now with, what do we do next? Well, how about this? And then they just went full fucking steam forward with uh, f- possession, right? Uh, Some sort of, oh no, the weird thing that poked him in the eye, turned him into a crazy. Oh, that's, oh my god, that movie got fucking weird. It did get, but like that thing could have been cool. Uh, yeah. But they didn't stick with a thing, so then it became all yeah, this craziness then they had happening all at once. Crazy, like fairy monsters and it's like look if you're not about to write an evil dead movie or something of that nature then well look at grandpa editor 
<laughs> Got his Take glasses a little down a little bit. Yeah. If you don't have your shit, your concept wrapped in the world of like a little kooky, it's. I feel like it's safer to stick with a topic and nail that shit home. Like a lot of the most successful movies have stuck to a thing and done it. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Uh, no, it it wasn't focused, and because of that... Well, as far as not focused goes, that, that's a quick segue over to the movie we watched. A couple, oh, you didn't fucking watch it with us. What movie? The Black Mountain Side. No, I didn't watch that. Okay, so I can pretty much just blurb. Um, exact same deployment. Like, this movie starts out, it's real dry... Like, there's not a lot of character development, and that's really the only downside in the beginning. Because otherwise, you're, like, in this Alaskan base with some pretty decent scenery and some pretty decent shots. And they find this structure. They start unearthing this structure, and you only see the very little bitty tip of it around their little work site. And then all this weird, neat shit starts happening, like... You know, the workers run off in the middle of the night and die, like, Dolteelf Pass style. And, like, you know, uh, other a guy gets sick, and somebody starts seeing a figure outside of his window, and that's all, like, very cool and tolerable. And it's almost like, at one event, um, spoilers, if, yeah, if you haven't picked up on that yet, um... We're going to spoil this. Uh, then one of the characters, it's hard to even remember the names because there wasn't enough real development, just, like, caps himself off, shoots no. himself, like... And, oh, no, sorry. This was after one of the sick characters has a growth, like, moving around in him. Ew. So you're like, oh, wow, he got sick with this, like, thing, and they're going to, like, go down into the temple and, like... You know, I could deal with, like, a Contagion-style movie. Like, I kind of like that stuff sometimes. No. And then a tentacle shoots out of his arm, and you're like, what the fuck? Are they going to, like, Lovecraftian? Or? I was really hoping so. I could really tolerate that, you know? Yeah. Like, that would no, be like, awesome. So for what you were describing, I was like, ooh, is this, this is kind of Lovecraftian. This I is... know. It's like, bro, what are you doing? You, you, you finding this obelisk, and it's making everyone lose you're in, shit? You're, you're in, on, in a, you know, in a, a cold Arctic area you find an ancient artifacty type thing cthulhu growth pops out of arm chop off arm to save man and then he dies or shoots himself with it in the head with a thing and then from that point on it just became not a lovecraft movie anymore it was just like people kind of got sick got crazy and uh Um. went on murder sprees and that was like bleh dumb movie God damn it. <sighs> it, it. It was really working to be like something neat. And then we all just were like, what? And then he goes to explain like one of the doctors like runs a test on the, the tissue sample or something. And he's like, oh, it's cephalopod DNA. And we're like, the really? fuck? Really? You just say that dumbass horseshit? Like. Kill me. Uh. Oh, so yeah, no. he had an octopus, and then the character literally says, what, like an octopus? And he's like, yeah, like tiny little octopuses. 
I'm like, God, who thought that were words that people would say? Uh, <laughs> oh God! So that movie, man, and I had heard of so it. So the Hollow was taking that same course of. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. It 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 kind of became obviously very scattered and around that midway point, around the same point, like it had a clear and concise path in the beginning and what could have been a lot of fun outcomes in the end. And instead it was like, I'm going to fumble the middle and phone this shit in to have a final product. I don't remember much. Mm. But we finished that movie off and put on Turbo Boy. Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid, that's what I said. Yeah, that was awesome, although I also don't... Amazing. Don't remember a whole lot. I thought that movie was... It was awesome. Fantastic. It was. No, like, I remember watching it and enjoying it a lot. Um, and I, I just need to watch it sober. <laughs> you do. It made me feel all the feels for, like, two days. Yeah, no, it, there were still definitely points where I'd be at, say, work or something like that, and, like, a seemed kind of like, it, I, that kid only knew sorrow yeah. and loss and nothing it it felt very polished for being an obviously pretty low budget movie yeah. like the acting was just right like not too serious not too corny mm-hmm. Apple really knocked it out of the park for me yeah, it was a great character it was a great character and it was a very worth watching movie. I'm not going to try and spoil anything. Yeah. Whew. But fucking. Yeah, I would uh, definitely avoid the fucking Black Mountain side. That was not. And the hollow. Avoid the hollow, yeah. Which also, as we just looked on IMDb, and the art uh, has this crazy, like, fire wood demon thing that didn't happen at least we didn't wait that far we, I think wait we that actually far. did cut it off a little bit way through we did but if they would have gave us that you know maybe a little bit earlier man it's like we've said before even with the hollow you could have like theoretically stretched that movie out a little bit more built that tension in the beginning a little bit not shown the creatures nearly I... as much I was okay when they were doing, like, the flashes of the creatures, like, that quick glimpse. Yeah, that, like, that's Because yeah. you only get that little bit to see, <laughs> and it's it's not enough to fully reveal it, but it's enough to make you go, oh, that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, a, it's kind of a shame. Uh, no, it's not a shame. See that? I'm good with segues. What's that? So, a few weeks ago, about two weeks ago, my birthday passed. And my awesome girlfriend got me some Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Oh, nice. Two tall. Yeah. All right. So, normal bourbon is, you know, aged in, in an oak barrel that is charred. So, what they do is they do a... <laughs> They do a finishing uh, barrel, that they call it. So they do the normal charred oak barrel. Then they have a heavily toasted oak, and then that is only lightly charred. 
to try to bring out more of the uh, oak flavors, which when you're making bourbon and you're distilling, like each person has their different like mash and corn ratio and all that, but that's only going to affect flavor so much. Right. So they're trying all their ways to change flavor with wood. Whatever wood you're using or how long or however you treat the wood is going to have an effect on flavor. Can you, like, literally just put wood in there? Yes, you, you could. But usually the reason why you want oak, for whatever reason, oak tends to give off nice flavors of, like, vanilla, caramel, sometimes, uh, like, butterscotch. Like those, uh... And every now and again you'll get, like, a weird, uh... Like, plus a slight bitterness from it. Now, me, personally, I love... Palette? You, you like some palette wood? <laughs> I love my uh, my bourbons to be woody. Like, it's why I drink them. Like, I want all that oak. I want all of that goodness. What are palettes made out of? <laughs> palettes are, are wood. I When you said palette at first, I thought you meant, like... <laughs> Oh, the like taste, taste part? No, I mean, like, uh, at work. <laughs> uh, what you t- I think they have chemicals on them. <laughs> uh, like, like I know they have chemicals on them. That's just flavor, man. Oh, God. No. Catch a buzz with your buzz. <laughs> but, so, I was drinking this delicious bourbon, and anyone who has watched our videos, me and our, one of our old co-host phil uh used to do phil yeah used to do al metal albums with beer yeah i miss that i know so do i so we always stuck with pretty much always stuck with beer though i was sipping on this this fine beverage. i was like i don't know i feel like this needs a an album to go along with it so i was sitting there sipping along doing some thinking i was like all right We've got this beautiful, complex drink on. So I need some... What we need is some complex music. Need a little bit of a warm tone going with it to match this. I personally like to drink my, my bourbon meat with no ice. So it warms the chest up a bit. So we need some complex music, some warm tones. What kind of complex music? Well, that's where I'm going with I'm going with, we mentioned them actually earlier, uh, Mastodon with uh, One More Round the Sun. Nice. God, that album, every time I listen to it, is so good. It is so fucking good. Like, uh, Mastodon's awesome because if you listen to their early stuff, which is definitely much more uh, like rough yeah. and like heavier and yeah. abrasive, yes. whereas now they're definitely more like stoner rockish in terms yeah. of tone, like their grooves. I agree. Yeah. Like, still very progressive, and... No, that... That... That progressive sound... It's much like Woodford's progressive takes on... We're not just doing the -the run-of-the-mill thing that everyone else is doing and only changing, like, slight percentages in our mash. No. (laughs) We're experimenting, damn it. (laughs) It's what you gotta do. That's how you perfect things. It's the truth. Woodford is a nice beer. You mean 
Bourbon. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, God. This was a beer. Imagine 12 ounces of this. I was thinking of Firestone Walker this whole time. <sighs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Woodford Reserve is like one of your fucking faves. It is. And that's the fun. It's weird. This, this bourbon, I was like reading some reviews on it. And like a lot of people are like, I don't like it. And it's because they don't like, I guess, how how oaky it is. It's too much for them. It's like, but then why are you buying a bourbon that says double oaked? I just, I don't think I so much care for bourbon. Bourbon's very, um, I don't know if it's the acidity or... Do you just not like the, the alcohol content itself? Like the, the burn? Or is it the... Maybe. The flavor is not so bad, but I always get like acid reflux with it. Alright, now... I was gonna say, do you like like, say like an Irish whiskey or a yes? Yeah, you like the more like. It's easier on my system. They're definitely the more smoother. They're all the Irish whiskeys and stuff like that. They're less. They're less woody. But. They're also a lot smoother. Hmm. They're more. I would probably say they're more grain heavy. Like I don't know. Is there any oaking? Have we had any oaking in any of our peat whiskey? Usually. I mean, whiskey's still matured in barrels. And I find that to be wonderful. It's still not as, like, I don't think as... Burny. As woody as, like, I love bourbon. I love that. I don't know. I, I dig that slight little, uh, that slight burn. Like I said, it's just the acid reflux that really dissuades me. But otherwise, I don't really pass much up. No. But, like you said, that's... As far as Firestone don't... Walker goes, though. That's... Who makes the chocolate organic stout? That shit Oh, is... that's Samuel Smith. Ridiculous. Samuel Smith is amazing. Like, they're... They have... Yeah, that... Their oatmeal stout you also have to try. Their oatmeal stout is fan-fucking-tastic. I do need to try that. I also was a huge fan of... I can't remember it now. Well, yeah, the breakfast stout. Founder's breakfast stout is amazing. I but... S- what did I bring over that one day and we were getting made fun of by our buddies? Um, it was like, uh... Oh, that you didn't like? No, I liked it. Oh, um... I didn't like the dragon's milk. I know you didn't. That was not for me. Um... Unless I didn't pour it right. Oh. You might just not like it. Like, yeah. Might not be a milk stout guy. It sounds like right up my alley, but I don't know. It was fucking sweet as shit. Yeah. It's because of lactose sugars. Fair. Um, what, do you remember the company or? It had a turtle on it, I think. Oh, um, was that Terrapin? It was Terrapin. Yeah. Oh, was it, was it the oatmeal raisin one or was it the, uh? They have a lot. It was like an oatmeal peanut butter chocolate or chocolate. Porter. I think it was a stout. Unless it was a porter. I don't fucking know. It was delicious. Yeah. It was like verging on okay. too sweet, but it never really got there. So really enjoyed it. I do. I love me some dark beers, like stouts and porters. That's my favorite being the uh, Stone's Imperial Russian stout. I was about to say I need one of them soon. Yeah. That's uh, 
when I picked up my bastard box, my goal was to get Field Rush's step. I was like, oh man, they have a bastard box. I can't pass up on that. <laughs> no, you really can't. Oh, no, that that beer is just, it hits on like, what I like in stouts is like the, the coffee notes, the roastiness, and drinkability like, is huge. And the Russian stout just hits on that and has like the anise flavors, and it's a heavy like I don't mouth feel and I don't really get a lot of anise flavors, but I'm I'm fine with that because I don't really care for licorice. They Stone does this thing where they do odd beers for odd years, and on odd number of years they take their you know uh, special releases and they do an odd version of it. The first year they did it with the um. Imperial Russian Stout, they did what they called their Belgo Anise version, which is they used Belgian yeast instead of the normal one, and then packed the shit out of it with the anise flavor. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> oh, God, I love beer. Oh. Make me want beer, but I have work in the morning. I kind of feel the same way. I want to get some fucking breakfast out. Mm-hmm. At nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the beer store does that, right? Uh, yeah, Cherrywood's probably open till ten. Eleven? Uh... I thought that. Mm. Oh yeah, weekends are open real late though. We'll make our booze plans later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Shit. So yeah, I definitely recommend checking out Primitive Weapons. They were kind of the shit. Bringing it back. Bringing it back before we duck out. Definitely, yeah, check out Primitive Weapons. Take a listen to uh, the, like, 30-second clip of Meshuggah's delicious guitar tone. It's low. It's so low. Like sun low. That's a good thing. Maybe not sun low, but real close. And that is a good thing. What if we saw slow tempo out of Meshuggah? We have. Um Okay. Like, they would have their song, and then sometimes they would just end it with, like, a... Like, like a sludge chord. Yeah, like a... And, like, let that drag on for a minute before hitting another note. Very nice. Which, when I was younger, I had no appreciation for. Which, now I'm... I dig it. Well, I think that wraps up this week. I believe it does. I believe we've uh, arrived at our destination. Um, don't forget to check out our Facebook and or dot com, <laughs> which I think brings you to our videos. Oh, at the uh, fthepit.com? fthepit.com. <laughs> it is now safe to unbuckle. Enjoy.